For so many modern-driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional, and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present with our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other smart, conscious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com. Welcome to the Angie Spoke Podcast. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Jenny. Well, we're gathered today to discuss our debrief for the list love launch that we just had in the past couple of weeks. And we thought it would be fun to start debriefing some of our launches on the podcast because we get asked a lot of questions. And I know that we're always curious how other people's launches go, what they learned, like what they would do differently next time. And just we want this podcast to really be a resource for those of you that are building and growing businesses on the internet. And so why not share this information? So I thought what we could do is we're just going to recap exactly what we did and then we'll sort of look at like what worked, what didn't and what we would do again. I really think it's so helpful to hear what other entrepreneurs are doing and creating and why is it's so inspiring to hear. I mean, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to and I know you do too, it's so helpful to hear the details of what, of what, like tell me all yeah. about it, right? I don't know. So we're going to, yeah, as you said, incorporate that more into our podcast as well. So we in early October, I believe, we decided we were going to do something different to increase our sales for that month. And we sat and we bounced around a ton of ideas and we kept asking ourselves, what do you feel like doing? Like, what do you want to do? And there was a real push or desire to work in a small group as opposed to just like, buy this course and we'll never see you. It was more like, wouldn't it be cool to like gather, you know, 20 was the number we ended up with, 20 people on Zoom and to do something, teach something live. And we were like, yes, that's what we want to do. Like really get to know them, not have a hundred pages of Zoom, very small. Everyone's on the same screen on Zoom. So we can actually talk to them, help them, workshop, answer questions, coach them, whatever they need. Yeah. And I would say the workshop part is really important too, because I have noticed 
that lots of us are consumers of educational materials and not necessarily implementers of what we learn. And, you know, there are lots of reasons for that. There are mindset reasons for that. There are busyness reasons for that. And we just really wanted to take a piece of content that we teach and then implement it into a workshop where we're teaching and sharing best practices and strategy and tactics, but then allowing for the space for our students or clients to implement with access to us, like in real time to ask questions and to work through problems. And it's something that we do a little bit inside of Inner Circle, our like high ticket program, but not really. Like people go through the courses on their own and they can show up and get coaching every week, but we're never like teaching it in real time and then having space for workshopping. Yeah. We also, like, it was such a unique, for us, it was a really unique way to do this. And it was like, let's just test this. It could be absolutely bomb and we're okay with that, but let's just try to do this thing. The other thing we decided is not to create new material. We are experts at that, but we decided to take something that we already had, which was a list building course inside the Inner Circle program. So we took that and because we we decided, we let's reteach that because that is probably you know, as along with like becoming visible and the whole marketing side of thing, list building is one of the most important things you need to do in your business, but people really, really struggle with it. And a lot of business when you're really stuck in your business and you just can't sell anymore is because your list hasn't grown. So we took something that we already had and we renamed it. We wrote a new sales page for it. We reworked the material a little bit. We updated everything. And then we added, as you said, this workshop component to it. Yeah. And so I guess like the big reason that we wanted to do this was again, like you said, to test. And I think that I just encourage everyone to have that growth mindset with everything you're doing in your business. We know that we can do webinars and we can sell courses. <laughs> we know that we know that we can do webinars and we can sell coaching. We know that. But we didn't know how something like this would go over because we just wanted to sell through email and like I think a couple of social posts. Like yeah. Not many, no. not a no. lot. And so we just really wanted to see what we could do with our existing audience just through email selling by selling something that we haven't sold before outside of Inner Circle and in a way we haven't ever sold anything just to see what would happen. Were people into this? Are they excited? And then the other thing we wanted to test was the day. So we've mm-hmm. never taught a program on a Sunday before. And we just thought, well, we have a lot of moms and a lot of people that work a lot in our audience. And so like, how is anyone going to have time to fully implement this with us during the week? Like, let's just do it on the weekend and see if we get people that way. So the structure of it was Sunday for two hours in the morning, 10 to 12 Pacific, we taught lessons, the basic lessons. And then we had two hours to workshop and we were just there quiet on Zoom. Everybody was just away working. And then they just put their, raised their hand if they got stuck, write a question and we would help them through it. And then the afternoon we had a few, two more sessions and then some Q&A and some more work time. So that was kind of the structure, just made it up, just testing, as you said, to see how it went. I do want to talk about the marketing for a second, and then we can dive into the results. The marketing, and I think this just sort of proves the point, is we did not run any paid ads. We did, yeah, I think two or three social posts. They didn't really do anything, I don't think. I think our existing clients saw it, and that was it. But we sent, I believe, six emails and over a couple of weeks until we sold our 20 spots. And it was really 
fun and interesting to do that. And so it was so powerful because it was just our email because we've got a fairly large list at this point, but we've developed a relationship with them. And it was so fun to like be able to write the copy for one of the biggest pain points that they have, which is list building. And the response that we got back from those emails was just, it was really fantastic. Like, and I think that there's just, when you do something new like this, sometimes you just hit people in the right moment of time when they're like, ah, I need to grow my list. Oh, I haven't done that yet. And then to like this thing appears in their inbox about, hey, let's do this together. We're going to teach this thing and you're going to have it. You're going to get it all done in one day. And people really liked it. Even people who are already in our inner circle, they even paid the money to come to the workshop just so that they could dedicate the time Like it's sort of like they keep procrastinating. I know I need to do this. I have to figure out my opt-in. I have to write my nurture sequence, whatever. I'm just not doing it. So I will pay the money to sit with you and with you and Jenny and just get it done. So that was really interesting thing to watch. Yeah, I think that is one of the things that surprised me the most. Yeah, I did. That wasn't who we built it for. You all already have access to something pretty similar to this, but you still want to come because you want to have the one day experience of it. And I think that just also speaks to where a lot of online courses are lacking or a lot of programs are lacking is that kind of connection to the teacher or to the mentor. And so that's something that we've picked up on and we're like watching and we're, you know, being, as you call like data scientists, trying to figure out how to best serve our community and our audience. And, Mm -hmm. and that obviously is how we best serve ourselves with our business. So let's be the data scientists looking back at because That was just like a week ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like Sunday yeah. as we're recording this. It was this past Sunday. Yeah. So what in your mind worked really well? I think the workshopping was the best for me, like to teach something and then to have time immediately set aside for implementation where people could like bring their own scenario, their own problem or their own questions up and actually work with us live to workshop it and then finish, like actually finish something. To me, that was like, wow. I thought that might be what happened. And I was pretty impressed at how much work some people were able to get done in that little, those little windows of time. Yeah. And we've heard over just the last couple of days that a few of them are like, I did it. It's live. My opt-in's out there. My nurture sequence is set up behind it. And so it's like super cool to hear that, that they actually, like it worked, that they actually got the work done, which was our whole purpose. The other thing that I think worked was, first of all, we sold out, which is cool. So that worked. The number I think was right. The number of people at 20, because a lot of people, you know, not everyone can come live. So some people were watching the replays. So, you know, it was quite a small group on Zoom, which was really nice. But what was so interesting to me was from the emails, we were inviting everyone to join this one day workshop and we sold two inner circle spots off of those emails. Mm -hmm. You know, like that was not totally unexpected. It was a fantastic result. But it's, I think, again, it's just the timing of when people receive it and they've been sort of circling around inner circle of thinking about it. And this was just like the tipping point, like, oh my God, that would be fantastic. And I'm really ready to join inner circle at this time. So that worked beyond beyond to have those two high ticket sales from the emails trying to sell something else. Yeah. I think that was totally unexpected, as you said. So great. So great. Yeah. And I would say like, just to the point about workshopping, I just want to say like, we say this to each other all the time, but like we give our clients, like we work really hard to give them everything they need to succeed, like on this courses and coaching side. Like it's like, here are the exact instructions to follow. And we know that 
our processes work and our strategies work. And where I think things fall apart most of the time for people that don't have the same kind of results that we would expect are because they're not implementing the strategies. And so like we've talked a lot about like, why is that the case? Like I know that's the case with every program. I know that's the case with the program where we met each other because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there was five of us out of like almost 600 that built software companies within six months in our class, two of us being two of them. And I just, I would say like, yes, that's normal. And so you just sort of have to expect it. But like, we want more than that. I think like we want better results for our clients. And so this like implementation piece has been the something that we've like circled around for a couple of years now. Like, how do we actually get people to implement what we're teaching? And we've tried like, maybe we just need to coach them with mindset more or like maybe we need to send more prompts or like we've tried all these things. And I think that seeing this play out in real time and seeing someone go from like not having an opt-in set up on their website and not having an email sequence like on the back end of that opt-in to seeing that like fully implemented within a day is like, okay, got it. Because some people will like say I'm working on it for six months like six mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. the same thing that somebody else could do in like an hour and a half with us. And so like, I want everyone to have those results. Like, because the sooner you implement what we teach, the faster your business is going to grow, the faster you're going to start seeing the results that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. What didn't work? I think it was too long. long. Yeah. The time, the long length. day. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had no idea because <laughs> it's the first time. Yeah. Like we're just like, I don't know. How long will this take? Let's do two hours, two hours, and two hours. Six hours. Six hours. But six hours on a Sunday, I think, was exhausting. It was exhausting to me, for sure. And I think it was exhausting to everybody. It was so long. The other thing that didn't work is like, I don't know that I would run it on a Sunday again because people had kids and dogs, like they're, everybody's home and they ended up kind of dropping off at the end because it was dinner time or their kids, whatever. And so there was no like formal like end of the day. And that felt really Mm -hmm. awful to me. Like we couldn't like gather and wrap it up and sort of acknowledge Mm -hmm. the work that everybody did and thank everyone for being there and maybe even talk about next steps. Like it just was like, they just sort of one by one left just because of life and time. And so, and that again, if that was shorter, maybe we wouldn't have had that issue, but I felt really unfinished to me. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yes. And I think that was totally because of the length. Yeah. And I think we should have, well, I think it would maybe move things around so that there was a final session. Yeah. After the last work session or QA, mm-hmm. so that we actually had that planned into the agenda that there was something else, like there was a teaching or, or something that was worth staying around for. coming back for it. But it still would need yeah. to be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and completely overwhelming. Look, we know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a monthly membership that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience that can turn into paying clients. And side bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co.
just, I want to go back to what worked. What also worked was freaking marvelous. Jeez. Like we like created that entire day, three sessions as a live event on the calendar, sold the product list, love, you know, three events were attached to that bang, bang, bang. All the emails went out, all the notifications to join the sessions. Nobody had any issues getting in. It was just flawless. So I just want to shout out to our other company, Marvelous, because it was so easy to run that. It was so, so easy. Yeah. I think that was one of the things like we just didn't even think about because it just worked. And I think normally when you're running any kind of like live conference or event, any kind of like virtual summit or anything like this, you always have people like, I can't get into the room or I can't, where's the link? And where am I supposed to be right now? And like our marvelous company is phenomenal at handling this. And I just, I love that you don't have to think about it. And I'm so excited that we have this as a tool. One issue with one woman who thought she bought and that's why she didn't have access, but she actually didn't buy. And then she bought and she got in. So it was fine. So that was the only kind of little bit of a glitch, but it wasn't a software problem. Yeah. Okay. So if you were to do it again, what would you do differently? Shorter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would maybe do breakouts during the work sessions. Like we talked about doing that and we were just like, like separate zoom breakout rooms and we just didn't. Yeah. Zoom meeting rooms and we just like didn't do it. And I think, you know, you and I were coaching them on both the nurture sequence, like the copywriting of the nurture sequence and kind of the opt-in strategy. And I think that I would have wanted to, in this particular workshop, break out those two things into two different rooms so that the people Mm -hmm. who were working on the nurture sequence were like with you in one space and the people working on the opt-in were with me. Mm -hmm. Because I think then everyone would have had a little bit more attention and focus. Yeah. Yeah, shorter. I would probably do like three hours, mm-hmm. like half as long, maybe four hours for this yeah. workshop. I think you start losing your ability to focus after a few hours. So, I mean, we encourage everyone to take breaks like as they needed to take them. And we did have a dedicated 30-minute break in the middle for people to have a meal. But I still, I think it's hard to be focused and pay attention for it that long. Yeah. What about you? Like what else would you change? Um, Yeah. I think I would, I would do it in the week, like just personally, because I ended Mm -hmm. up working on the Saturday, like fiddling with all the things. And, you know, I worked many hours on Saturdays to get ready. And then I worked all day Sunday. That Sunday night, I was so exhausted, like absolutely exhausted. And then Monday, so we, you know, it's Friday, like we've worked for 12, 13 days straight at this point. (laughs) I didn't like that. And I thought, I thought it would be easier. I don't know, like, cause it's material that we know, but you're still on, you're still focused. You're still yeah. sitting down at your desk for that many hours. So I would ch- change the day to a week and the time I definitely would shorten it as you said, but I would be interested in taking some of our other courses and making these like workshop days. The other thing I might do, if somebody wanted to just come for the workshop, I would probably charge a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think, but Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a definite success. I was super proud that we did it. And I would definitely be interested in in doing it again. The only thing that was so hard, Jenny, was those flipping slides. Like we we, we, We we made all these things to say about slides. Like I just... I know. I know. I think that this is one of those things, like if I could get rid of anything that I do as part of my... No, this is... That's not true. There are some other things I would also (laughs) not do. On the software side, I don't like management, (laughs) but like that's a separate conversation. But on this side and the courses and coaching, like the only thing that I really can't stand 
is making slide decks. Like I mm-hmm. hate, I hate it. Like if if there was like a real AI robot that I could just put a bulleted list from a Google Doc into my robot friend, and it would like make a perfectly branded, coherent slide deck, that would be great. But I just don't want to do it anymore. Like we've started mostly teaching off of Google Docs and that's been fine. And I think I just want to kind of stick to that. (laughs) I think that's like we teach this to our clients. Like why are we doing something that we hate so much? Yeah. Like the information to that they need to receive is the information. It doesn't have to be in a beautifully branded slide. Like how else can we do it? They're not there to see, to look at the slides. Like they're there to learn, right? So that, that was a change we made in some of our courses was the like teaching over Google docs, which I think is totally fine. Yeah. And we do workshops. We've this whole year, we've done workshops every month in inner circle. And I think every, everyone I've done has just been over Google Docs. And sometimes like I actually have a Google Doc open and I'm screen sharing and just talking through the points. And sometimes it's like exported to a PDF. And honestly, like I would rather use my time synthesizing mm-hmm. ideas mm-hmm. and being better at teaching the material than making the gosh dang slides, like making sure the font is the right weight oh of God. the title of that. Like I cannot stand it. I don't know. Maybe just, I think it's not natural to make this many slides. This just reminded me of that, that TikTok you said about PowerPoint. Oh yeah, I was just going to It's just so funny. It's so funny. But it's like, there is no power in your PowerPoint. <laughs> like, it is a prison for your mind. It does not make you a better communicator. I, it was so good. We'll link to that in the show notes. Oh my it's God. so funny. Oh my gosh. It's was just like trying like, to remember like there was this thing on that I watched about like how, how there's no power in PowerPoint and he's just like F PowerPoint, F PowerPoint. It's, it's so awesome. good. Like, that could have been you talking about it. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel about it. You have to link that. It was so good. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So overall, super happy that we did it. I love the idea of taking something that you have and like repackaging it and reworking it. So you're not starting from scratch. I love that we made some money. You know, it was sort of a last minute thing. We didn't have to do paid ads. Like we didn't have to go hard on social. We just completely relied on the list, which is what we we're teaching people to do is to build their list. So I think overall it was a great success. And I'm really, really, I love our the page that we made and the messaging around it was, was really good. So. Yeah. And I think we should say, I think we just made that page in Canva, right? Like it was like low fidelity. I mean, we did, we we have help from our fantastic team to do it, but we were like, we just need this made like right now. Yeah. (laughs) Just like fast. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like perfectly mobile responsive because Canva's like web page builder is totally in beta. We just like made it really fast. And it was just, it was just, I think that that was what was, like, let's just experiment and we don't have to go all in because we have a tendency to like overdo everything. Really? Like we just, <laughs> we just like, like we're going to create a new thing and then it's a new like little course and then it's like six weeks of work. Yeah. And so this was not, this was just yeah. like a, like a tiny subset of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Join Hustle. You have joy. I have joy. Okay. So I want to talk about what is now, besides our own podcast that you're listening to, my favorite podcast, and it's called Urban Exodus. And it's, I love this podcast. Like I love it so much. I just, I'm so happy and fulfilled when I listen to it. And it's all about people who have left 
cities and suburbs to go back to the country (laughs) and people who have like left very urban, like white collar careers to go be farmers and to go like, or to be artisans and to go work with their hands and, and just like live a more, I don't know, I don't want to offend anyone, (laughs) but like just live a more authentic, pure human existence. And I I just, I love it so much. And I have to tell the story of how I found it. (laughs) So this summer, in August, because I was on holidays. It was in August. As I was mm-hmm. in the middle of like packing to move to Arizona, where I'm temporarily living, <laughs> where I'm living right now, I was like totally overwhelmed with life. And what I do to buffer when I'm overwhelmed with life, I think is like a lot of people, I look at houses <laughs> on Redfin. <laughs> and so I am always like, always looking at there's certain places that I'm always looking like tracts of land that are more than 10 acres or more than 50 acres anywhere in the US like basically I have these certain places I look and Vermont is like one of those places and like I got really into genealogy this summer which like that's a whole other podcast episode we need to have we need to have that episode Sandy anyway Vermont it all came flooding back yeah and so like I had this like incredible learning like I uncovered all these family roots and that I'm related to like kind of the revolutionary founders of Vermont and like these anyway the Green Mountain Boys for anyone who's interested I know we have some Vermonters in our client base anyway and I saw I was like oh man I just you know my life is hard I'm gonna look for farms in Vermont because that's like something I do and I found this flower farm (laughs) that was for sale and I just like I don't even know I fell in love with it like I just they were farming sweet peas and I found them on Instagram once I found the house like I've I started figuring out who owned this house. What's the name of this farm? I did like a Google Maps search and saw that the name of the farm. And then I found them on Instagram. And then on their Instagram, I found that they were featured. The the two men who lived at this farm and started this farm were featured on Instagram on this podcast. And so then I started listening to this podcast to learn more about them because I was interested in buying their farm. Long story short, I was not in a position to buy this farm at this point in my life to move to this like hundred year old farmhouse and like with three beautiful barns that are like kind of falling down and like this, I don't know, eight greenhouses of sweet pea variety. Like I just am not in a place in my life where I can partake in those things. But I got really excited about the future someday when I will do things like this. And I then I got obsessed with this podcast. That week was a particularly low week, let's say, in that year. And I was on holidays and you slacked me that thing. And I read it really quickly. And I read it as like, I just found a flower farm. Like, I don't know what you actually said, but in my head, I heard, I just found a flower farm for our next business. And I was like, (laughs) oh, and I like opened this thing up and it was so beautiful. It had like event space and everything. It was just gorgeous. And all the greenhouses, all the gardens, it was amazing. And I like ran over to my sister-in-law. I'm like, Jenny wants us to do a flower farm next. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wait, I think that's for her family that I'm not part of that business. I'm not part. That's not for me. I'll just be a visitor and maybe we'll run retreats in this beautiful part, but I, it's not a business for us. Like that's how I thought. Oh my God. Oh, it was so funny. But yeah, it's, 
it was gorgeous. It was just gorgeous. No, there's no going back. Like now that no. I've like imagined that is my life, like I am holding on to that dream and it doesn't need to be that farm, although I loved it. It doesn't need to be that one. It can be a different one. I'm open to the possibility that it's not even in Vermont, which I've never even been to. <laughs> it's somewhere else. And so, but it just like, it sparked something in me. And I live, like my regular life is on a rural island, you know, in the Pacific Northwest. So I'm like already, my life is actually kind of already like that. I don't know, just the farming part of it. <laughs> like I don't have that. I'm in like on the side of a mountain in the forest above a lake on an island. And so it's a, just a different topography. And it's, and so it's also not my business. Like it's my house, which mm-hmm. I don't know, this idea of having a farm. So now after listening to this damn podcast, like every episode of it, I am like gung-ho that I'm going to become a farmer somehow. Oh my God. Like mid-life career change at some point, but it's not yet. (laughs) Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, my hustle is so boring compared to that, but just in the process of again splitting the companies and now we have two slacks because we have the marvelous and then we have the and she autumn who many of you know from our coaching program her and i basically are, are talking all day long in, in this new slack we always like i would say zoom and she'd come into zoom and it'd be this bit of an ordeal to like find the zoom link and open up and I have to wait for her to join and then i have to admit her and uh, and then we started using the slack huddle voice because it's like i imagine it like in the old school when you were like office and you'd like press a button like Don Draper, mm. like hello, and you could talk to the person down the hall. Mm-hmm. So that's like what that was to me. I just click this button, start talking. And mm-hmm. then she would, you know, instantly answers like phoning someone on the, on a landline or something, but they also have like video. So we would like open up video. And so we've, now we don't even use zoom. We just use the Slack huddle, but the, the video and it's great and it's so fast and it works just fine. You can even screen share in it and it's just way faster than like opening up Zoom and let, letting someone in. So I kind of love the feature. Although you said you didn't think it works that well, but it's worked well, every I've time. Well, I haven't used it in a long time. You know, I'm an early adopter, Sandy. So mm, I use things when they first start and then I'm like, nah, that's not for me, but I'm willing to try it again. I'm just going to like buzz you and the yeah, next time me. I need to talk to you and we'll try yeah. it. I want to hear about these backgrounds. Yeah. So when you open up the huddle, it's a little screen and you and the other person is there. And then she was so small. I was so small. So I like, you know, just clicked and dragged it bigger. And the video part got a little bit bigger, but the, behind the background, like the background mm-hmm. behind this two screens, it was these beautiful Shonda Rhimes like <laughs> wallpaper behind. I was like, what is this? What's this little bird in a tree doing? And she was, Adam's like, what? And so she like stretched it. And then she, so every time I do it, it's like a different background, but it's beautiful. Like it's really cool. It's not just like some pattern or something or some like color. It's really cool. So there's a little Easter egg for you. Blue. It's not Facebook blue, like all of the ugly tech. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.